Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David Medeiros, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. Wow. Okay. So what a difference a couple of, I guess, a week or two makes in doing a podcast. Yeah. So we are coming to you today is we're actually recording this on Tuesday, March 17th. So everybody's still alive, I guess, yeah. and from the apocalypsing. So David and I are here today, and we thought we would, even though we had just done a podcast on preparedness, we thought we would maybe revisit some of that. And my apologies in advance. If this podcast sounds too much like a sales pitch, well, again, I apologize, but we felt like it would do well to talk about some of the products that we had that, for one, one of the big things is that they're here in Seymour and we could turn around and get them out to you in a day or two. But what those products look like that we feel might be something that people in this situation are interested in. And I guess we'll start off, David, I think probably the easiest one that we were talking about as we were getting set up for this is just some of the stuff like the DC freezers, yeah, the DC refrigeration. Now, I'll tell you, I don't know if I told you this the other day, and the freezer part made me think of this. I ran up to Sam's up in Springfield did I tell you about that? Huh. So I went up to Sam's up in Springfield. We had done the place, the order online, and I was just going to roll up in there and, you know, throw the stuff in the trunk and come back. So as I get up there to Sam's and get in the little line for the drive through area, there's a lady up there in a pickup truck. And it was a big full-size, you know, Ford 250 or something like that. Yeah. And she has two carts outside rolling over the top of the carts and she is throwing bags. When I rolled up, she was throwing bags of frozen French fries just in the bed of the truck. Golly. <laughs> and it was, you know how bad it was raining up here. So yeah. it's flooding on us while the virus is raging. And she was throwing these groceries in there. I thought, man, she's going to have a hot mess trying to run around yeah, lose I frozen mean, goods in the bed of a truck and go frozen goods in the bed of the truck and then having that storage capacity once you got home with it I yeah mean. i mean when i pulled up that bed of that truck was a third full and she's down two more carts so i guess we don't want to be fear mongers right first of all that's not our crowd to begin with our, no. our crowd is has always been you know knowing that preparing for something like this is smart and then when it happens then you don't have to go to Sam's Club and throw frozen French fry bags yeah, that's in, exactly right. that's in the exactly bed of your right. pickup I mean, truck. You know, just having, you know, that two weeks of, you know, canned goods, flour. I mean, this just your basic essentials. You know, there's some things that we're never going to have two weeks of, you know, that on an average basis, a lot of it will be, uh, you know, like the flour. You know, most people don't buy it until they look in the deal and say, oh, I'm out of flour, you know. You know, always having an extra bag of flour around the house is never a bad thing. An extra bag of cornmeal if you fry or if you make cornbread and things of that nature. Just the little things like that. So let's talk about in light of frozen french fries in the back of a pickup truck. We've got DC freezers, DC refrigerators. I actually have DC 
air conditioning yes, units. Yes, DC air conditioners, DC freezers, DC refrigerators. I have them in multiple sizes. Need a solar panel, a battery. Really, you don't even have to have the solar panel. You do want some way to recharge that battery bank. But even if you had a generator, but a solar panel is just the, the cheap, easy way to recharge it. And you have at least the ability to keep that. And that's one of the key things, exactly. One of the key things that we talk about, as some of you know, have listened to the podcast over time, we live in between Georgia and Missouri right now. Of course, in Georgia, we have some problems, not big problems, but over the years, we've had problems with hurricanes come through and take out power. And so we have a generator there in Georgia. And the thing here that I like in the DC freezers is the simplicity of them versus having to deal with a generator. And I actually was listening to one of the podcasts on the Prepper Network, and I was really scratching my noodle how they were on the Prepper Network, right? Not on something that's, you know, and I'm going to say super mainstream, like, you know, CDC or something like that on their website. But they were talking about how you needed to have a gas generator. And I'm sitting here thinking, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I agree. I, no, you don't. I there's mean, a lot right. easier ways. I mean, you think about that when you have a gas generator then you've got issues with where that has to be located. And obviously it's got to be outside. And so if it's got to be outside, what are you doing when that thing's running? Well, you're advertising to anybody out there who might not have the, the best morals in the world that guess what? You've got power here. And so once you get past that, then you've got to have fuel for that. Right. And in, in a hurricane situation, what and, do you do there? And one of the big things there is that even though gas is dropping like a rocket, they, they were talking 159. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. I mean, well, one of our guys here at work came through, through his hometown. Republic. This was an Ava, and it was a buck sixty-four. But you've still got to be able to get there to get that, and they've got to have it to sell all these. So you've got this whole line of dependencies right. to use a gas generator. If you've got one of these DC units that we sell here, you need a battery. Right. And probably, I would say, it doesn't even have to be a really good battery, does it? I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a real good battery on a day to day basis, you know, with solar. You don't need a great battery. Now, if you're there again, you're going to have that days and days without sun type of deal, real heavy, dark clouds. You'd want to increase that battery bank a little bit so that freezer could run. But, you know, a freezer, you know, on average only runs it with nobody opening the lid constantly right. every day. No, a freezer only runs about. Five hours a day, you know. And these are very efficient. I know one of yeah. the one of the unique things about these that make them more efficient is that we have the glass doors in mm -hmm. them. So you can open them and find what you're looking through the glass right. before you open it and let the cold air escape. Right. So that's a huge and, and the really neat thing is is the glass is half glass. So when you do open it, yeah, you're only opening you only open side. you only open maybe a third of the way to get out what you're wanting to get out of it. So it's really, that's a really neat feature in my opinion. So if you're using those DC units that we've got, I mean, could you run them off a car battery? Sure. I mean, a, a battery is a battery. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're just expelling voltage out of them. You know, 
watts coming out of the battery. There again, it doesn't matter the kind of battery that is taking it off as long as the, the voltage battery that it needs. Ours are either 12 or 24 volt units, either or. They can be either or. They're auto detecting. So with that, as long as that unit has either 12 or 24 volts that it can work with, it's going to operate. And there again, if you pull up a car battery on there, you know, maybe it works. Maybe it will work for three hours a day if it had no charge to it. Maybe, you know, with a good, you know, deep cycle battery like the T1275, which is a 12 volt, 150 amp hour battery, it goes all day long, you know, and you just need a solar panel to recharge that. You know, most of our freezers are, are two smaller freezers. As a matter of fact, we have three sizes. The two smaller ones, they just need a 100 watt solar panel to recharge and, and yeah work it's, on a it's daily crazy deal. it's crazy how little it takes yeah. to be successful small charge controller i mean really you can get into the panel the charge controller and the wiring for literally i mean two hundred dollars and that's all your wiring all your z clips your panel your charge controller the whole thing you know two hundred dollars to recharge this battery and then you have our freezers are great price right now i mean they're you know the largest one is nine ninety nine retail. You know, the middle ones are around about six hundred dollars in the mid fives. Smallest ones around you know three hundred and fifty dollars. So, you know, you could have a it's a hundred and fifty eight liter freezer, which is equivalent to about a six cubic foot freezer. You can get into that total with everything without the battery. Of course, I mean that's just picking up your own battery local. You know, around six hundred dollars. You know, and and you go to the the store. And yeah, you can go buy a a six cubic foot refrigerator or freezer for, you know, two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars. But you have to have But you gotta have you gotta have the you know a generator or something. Yeah, you gotta yeah, have a generator or you, or you gotta pay the power bill for it. I mean, because they're not as efficient as our freezers. DC is by far the most efficient. We've talked about that before many times on the podcast. DC is by far the most efficient way to run an appliance. There's no conversion needed. I mean, most all appliances are converting back to DC. They have a, their own converter in them, and they convert back to DC is what they do. So instead of inverting, like we do with most of our stuff now, where we have to go from DC and invert it to AC, we're going to convert it from AC back to DC. So really, really efficient. And just gives you that peace of mind when things are, I mean, when, when everybody's scared, like right now. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I'm going to have a way to, to keep my food cool. All right, so let's talk about some other products that we've got here. I know we've got like our C-Flow, DC C -Flow, 12 water pump. Volt, 12 and 24 volt 12 water 24. pumps. Mm -hmm. Again, today's March 17th. I think we may be actually out of stock on one. On the 24 volt. We have the 12 volt in stock ready to go. We got some 24s that we're working and, on. And even in. if you, let's say you were on a 24 volt system. Now, this is not optimal, but this is unprecedented times. I mean, we are in times right now that we've never been in. At least if I have a 12-volt pump, I can still run that 12-volt pump. I just won't run it off the entire battery bank. I will pull off of only 12 volts of that battery bank. Now, that is not an optimal deal to do. But in emergency situations, optimal is not always If the, I can send you a 12-volt today, yeah, that's right. nothing. <laughs> that's right, or nothing. Yeah, if I can get water pumps today or not get water pumps today, I'm pumping water today, you know. And we've actually, we've been, I think, I, I don't know if I told you this or not, I've been trying to find some other pumps to get into with the DC so we could do some. Yeah, yeah, we've some, been looking at deeper the, well yeah, sort of deep stuff. well pumps, you know, two to 300 foot. Here in southwest Missouri, we're 
most of the the wells here are going to be range from 200 foot to 400 foot in depth you know so we're looking for a got to be something that can <laughs> lift we've that look, water. yeah we got to look for something that's got lift and and if we can get a pump that will lift just even 1.5 gallons per minute that is enough to run most homes i mean the average home in the u.s i mean on your tanks for your toilets they fill at a rate of one gallon per minute most of your shower heads are rated now at 0.8 gallons per minute and most faucets are rated that so i mean so if i've got a pump that can lift and produce 1.5 well then i've Achieving everything that my fixtures are able to produce anyway. So, so I know we've been looking at is it uh, is it Grunfoss? Grunfoss, yeah, mm-hmm. German made pump, great pump, one wow. of the better pumps made on the market. So, been looking at that. Powering lighting, we don't carry LED lighting. We don't carry LED lighting, and, to- and that's a lot. Of that's just because I mean, you know, when a Home Depot and Lowe's and you know Costco and Sam's get into those markets, I mean, we just we can't buy wholesale for what they're selling right. it for on the shelf. But the thing there I think people need to take away is you still got to power that. Right. So what are our... So we do have a little 12-volt LED light. Now, they're a floodlight. They're, they're in their oh, own yeah, the fixture. And that, right. That's a different... And, uh, and that's what I just wired my shop with. That's my shop, again, had no power. <laughs> couldn't get power to it. I could, I, but I wasn't going to pay the absorbing amount to to get power over to that shop when all i needed was lighting so i I wired this in about a week and a half ago actually before this whole deal started going down i wired this in just there again some lights in the shop it's like a new shop now i mean i'm out there working now when i was never i've not seen one of those go off are they good oh they're bright they are super bright they're about 10 to 11 watts super bright i put in three well, now, is that is that what we've got on our sign out front? Yeah. Is it? Okay. It's what, it's what we have on the sign out front. I put in three, and I've got a 24 by 32 shop, and it lights the whole thing. I mean, there's nothing. You know, they're in the middle. So, like anything, if they're behind them, I mean, of course, you're going to cast shadow in front of you. So, I will probably add a few more just so I can. But I've ran those one night for four hours, and the batteries were at 12.6 when I – and as a matter of fact, now this is – the solar's done for the night. I mean, it's dark. I started running it, and it was twelve six, and I was out there probably two and a half hours, and I got done, and I was at twelve five. You know, I didn't use hardly any power from the batteries. Matter of fact, when I turned it off, it immediately went back to twelve six. So, I mean, it was just—I mean, they didn't use any power. They just used hardly any power from my batteries. And then we've got—if you get some of those, particularly those floodlights, which obviously can be outside that sort of thing, we got the DC timers. So that yeah, you can, you can have DC timers. You can have those come on off. Now, I don't think. I'm almost certain we don't have a motion. We do not. We do not have a motion sensor. I just wired mine in. A lot of people wonder how, you know, well, how am I going to put a switch in? And how You can use a regular light switch. Yeah. You just use a regular light switch, and all you do is just break the positive leg. I mean, that's exactly what I did. I go in the, the light switch is exactly where you would go on if it was wired in AC. You know, a little interesting deal as well. Like Wes just said, we don't carry these lights, some of these lights. But they make just a, a regular base. Okay, so if everybody's familiar with lights, the regular base is, is your typical 60, old 60-watt bulb. The regular yeah, base, that's in. that's actually called the regular base. I mean, they, A1 is the regular base. They make LED 12-volt bulbs, and we actually have some here that we've bought for, for testing purposes mm-hmm. that screw in. So just a little point of reference, if, if you ever decided in your home – and this is doable, 
you can actually, if push came to shove and you said, well, I'm running my freezer, but I'd sure like to have some lights. You can remove that circuit because there again, it's the same deal going to go. It's the same type of wiring that's going to go to them. You can still use the same wiring and you could screw in, take, have those bulbs, take out your other bulbs, put those back in and hook those to the 12 volt battery and they will activate and no rewiring it doesn't need it done in the house. So it, it's available, you know, so there again, being prepared, having eight of them that you can do that, knowing how to do it beforehand. So you're not caught with your, you know, back on your yeah, heels. And, I mean, just kind of learn some of this beforehand and it'll go a long way and, and it'll go a long way to keep the panic down when something like, you know, a major power outage was occur. I'm a big proponent of, and I know this, this may sound a little bit over the top, but we've used Evernote over the years to accumulate stuff like that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if there's, it's a product and you can go out to any website and look for Evernote. And the, and the cool thing about it in capturing that information. Now, obviously, if, you know, you lose the internet and you don't have it loaded on a computer where you can look at it, that sort of thing, it creates a problem. But the big thing there is that you can go out to web pages and clip web pages or just make notes and that sort of thing to ideas. You know, obviously our videos, we've got hundreds of videos out there, be able to track that stuff in Evernote and be able to look at this when the time comes and be like, oh yeah, I I remember, you know, David said something two years ago about wiring, wiring it due to DC wire. Well, if you've got Evernote, then if that reference is no longer on the web or something, you can still go into your Evernote and look at it and and that sort of thing. So, so yeah, that's one of the big things is just having a place, even if it's old three ring binder to accumulate and capture this information. If you haven't already done that, it's a good idea. What other products would you, you know, there again, when we talk about being prepared, we want to be able to, to cool, keep cool anything such as food products that would, would be spoil. So if you had milk products, meat products, anything that can actually go bad, the refrigerator and freezer are the number one. And, and you don't have to have both. The freezer is really the number one deal. Refrigerator, you know, that's a luxury more than, I mean, if I can keep it cold, I can throw it back out, you know, so... A freezer's number one. Number two is is some type of an a water pump. I mean, you know, people just don't always remember, but a water pump and a water filter are the next two things. Yeah, I mean, you, say, even, you need to be able to filter water as well. Even if you you need to be able to get the water first, and then need, there's plenty of plenty of products out there that'll filter it. That's afterwards. right. And, but and if even you can't boiling, get it to right? You. <laughs> yeah, you've got to. I mean, even boiling it though. So so filters are are a handy deal. The tabs or, or, you know, the iodine tabs, those are all great and handy. But worst case scenario, you boil it. You know, you boil it for the, the five-minute boil, and then, and then you, you know, then it's potable. You can drink it or whatever you want to do with it at that point. But that's the number one. Number two, lighting, you can't count lighting out. If you're walking around in a dark house, and I don't know, I know Wesley's house up here, but I don't know Wes's house in Georgia. But I got a feeling Wes's house in Georgia is not as easy to get around in as it is here at the uh, location but you know if you stumble trip fall have a set of stairs you know break a bone now we become critical it's no longer an issue of oh i'd like to have had some light now now it's the issue of you know you had to have light and i would bundle light in with being able to get information right you know so that's the that's the other big big side of this is 
unless you know what's going on around you, then you're you're operating in a vacuum and you don't know when. Yeah, Let's just say things that pass. We'll we'll go with that aspect yeah. of it. Of this, and you had no idea it's passed. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that I would throw in that because again, you're kind of talking once you get to lights. In my humble opinion, you're talking about what devices that you know food refrigeration that sort of thing incredibly important. But that can be run off DC to DC. But lights we talked about that can be DC. But then once we get over to some of the, we're going to say, more AC type of things, right. which is, you know, like your communication. I would say another, one of the other big things that that we've always been cognizant of and I think a lot of people take for granted are just battery, you know, regular AAA, yeah. AA batteries type of things that you may even have in your good bag or your, you know, your, your larder, those type of things. Well, if you've got rechargeables, you still got to get that power from somewhere. Right. And yeah, we've got, you know, of course we've got some devices out here. We've got the little the USB. The little USB, USB charger. Device. If you took nothing else from this podcast, I would be online tomorrow looking at those or today, as soon as you get done with the deal and looking at those, they're a $19 unit. They have a flashlight on them. They can charge anything that's USB yeah, compatible. Throw it on the dash uh, of the truck. And you and throw it on the dash of the truck. <laughs> I mean, you just that you leave it on the dash of the truck. You leave it in the window of the house. It doesn't matter where it's where it's at. It's there. It's available. It's going to be charged uh, so long as it can get sunlight to it. It's going to be charged and ready to go whenever you're ready to go. And the last thing that I would probably say that something that I would have around the home is I would look into our SunTac unit. There again with the solar panel, that one 100 watt solar panel and that SunTac unit. There again, it's got USB ports on it as well. I can charge with it. I can actually go ahead and, and run maybe a stereo or radio, whatever I'm trying to use as a communication device. Now, we want to be careful, though, because those are, are those modified sign? Or that's they... modified, but I also have it in the pure sign web in the 180. Sign. Uh-huh. So, and now that's what I would recommend is buying that 180. And another thing that can do, we just talked about the batteries. You can plug your charger directly into that. Because now, and it's just your regular AC charger, you can actually plug directly into this unit. And as the sun's out, it can actually recharge your batteries and, for you through that. And just so I think we're talking about it like everybody knows, I mean, the SunTac is basically power without batteries. That's exactly what it so is. So it's There's a, no, it's no a solar needed. unit that, that skips the having to run it through batteries. So now it only works when the sun's shining. Right. But again, but you're not having to deal with batteries on that. Right. And so that's something that as you look and become prepared, I mean, there again, it's March 17th. It's not total crisis mode, but it's one of those well, deals that you, it's on the verge of people, I mean, really becoming in a panic here, you know. You, you so never want to be buying. You never want to buy when it's when, actual when, crisis mode. When everybody mode. else is That's trying right. to buy. You, know, you <laughs> want to be ahead of the game. You want to already be at home when they say, hey, everybody's quarantined for 14 days. You want to be the one that's sitting at home already saying, well, I've already been here, you know. So, so. Let's, let's just kind of wrap up on that note. Right now we are here. We've got full shipping capacity. Our inventories are great. Actually, we're, I think, very lucky in that most of our supplies or most of our inventory that we were purchasing, we were making some significant purchases. We got all that in yep. before things started really going spiraling. And like we said, you know, we know right now today I can ship it out and looks yeah. like a high degree of probability that you would get it. Yeah. And I don't want to be alarmist, but who knows what 
tomorrow holds on the, on that right. front. And like Wes said, it's in here. It's in stock. It's been in stock now for for yeah, numerous there's, weeks. There's so a lot of concern about. There, you know, we have zero concern. You know, we wouldn't have our people touching it if we thought there was any concern to it. So we definitely wouldn't send it to our customer base if if we thought there was any. And there's zero concern that. You know, so whenever we ship you something, what we're shipping on the inside is good to go, you know, so. All right. Anything else? That's all I've got. All right. Well, we will keep podcasting as long as it's possible for us so to do. We'll come up with a different subject for the next one. <laughs> yeah. I know we kind of hit this twice in a row, but I think uh, uh, but the situation. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the, the fortunate and unfortunate. Fortunately, we had already talked about this some time back, so hopefully you listened to that podcast and took heed to warning. And if not, take it this time. Yep. So. All right. All right, thank you very much, and we'll get you another podcast coming here shortly. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.